0: Hi and welcome back to another podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, So today I really want to reflect on some video work and today we're going to be talking about the way YouTubers might actually uh, stream. Um, One of the things that's kind of obvious to me is that it it takes time to for us to understand and to rationalise uh, what it is we might want to do uh, in in the grand scheme of um, creating a, a channel and a personality. And once we do, um, the streaming bit tends to be uh, interesting. I just really wanted to do a short, quick podcast here because I've done a, a great deal of video work in the past and I just wanted to share... So my process, uh, in a nutshell, and give you some a couple of nuggets uh, of info that would be like gold. Um, my first nugget is to use Canva. Um, I've probably mentioned this before yeah, as a tool, but to use Canva in such a way that you create a thumbnail um, is ideal because people do want to see your face on the thumbnail, but actually they want to see some other stuff. So if you can hash together a picture in a few seconds, then Canva is the spot to be. Um, You can also put words, as in the title of uh, your vlog post, onto the thumbnail. And that actually does help because uh, it shouts and screams out the title as opposed to the generic text that is based there that will just have your title. So for some reason, people tend to pick up on that a bit more. Um, A lot of people do top five tips or reviews. And that's kind of cool. That makes sense. And I would probably say stick to something along those lines. Um, Myself, I try and just talk through, and I'm still at the stage of, doing videos now where I just talk through stuff and I don't care about time. YouTube does have a limit of about 15 minutes, so you do need to keep within that. And um, what I've discovered is if you're YouTubing and you're streaming, um, then you're you, you, you are, you're able to essentially stream an infinite amount, uh, and you would use that being online and YouTube creator studios as a platform to record and stream live. And once you've finished streaming live, You can make the stream private or public and once it's finished, it will be published and that can be private or public too. And You can also change some of the info on there once it's done. So on a few occasions, I would um, realign some of the words and just update people on what's in it and provide any additional links that are in the cards or that you've mentioned along the way. And to do that and to make it a bit more wholesome and to include uh, extra bits of info is great. Uh, that does fall into affiliate marketing, which would be a separate podcast uh, about how to market yourself. But essentially, streaming is very straightforward. The, if you click on your icon in the top right corner, the circle that will have your avatar of some sort um, in the drop down, there should be a, a YouTube Studios creator type button. And looking at it, it is your avatar, not the 3 by 3 squares. Um, And it's called YouTube Studio. And that takes you to the tools that you sort of need to get online, as it were. The, The tip that I want to share with you is that traditionally I would do video and I would use Premiere and or iMovie. I would use iMovie being a Mac user because it's... A bit like Canva, but video—it's really instant and quick. And I know I can just get through it. But Premiere does offer a few more sweet spots if you do fancy it. Um, instead of doing that, I have now recently switched to something called OBS. Uh, I wish I could find any more info on that to give you, but I can't necessarily. And um, the website address that you need to visit to visit is OBS project.com. And it's a software that you can use on uh, Linux, Windows or Mac. And it allows me to do the cutaway boxes and uh, the picture in picture boxes that you could do if you were editing in iMovie. And you indefinitely could do that through masking tools in Premiere. But rather than editing and piecing that together, you have this ability to stream and create a streaming key and input it into the OBS software. And then that means whatever you stream from OBS goes to YouTube. But within OBS, you can have the cutaway there. In fact, I've got a scene where uh, you can have different scenes. So one scene is just me. One scene that you could have that I don't have is just the screen. Uh, and the other scene that I do have, uh, other than of myself, is of myself cut out in the corner and the screen. So when I'm doing my uh, my vlog, I'm able to switch between the two. And once i finish streaming, I end it and it's gone. It goes and gets published and it's done. Uh, so I think that it is a real option. My only thing that I haven't done is look back and look at how to top and tail uh, and to use text and logo and graphics in that way. And I think that you can do that if you were to set up more scenes. And I am very certain that there are ways around it, but you'd have to spend more time creating those pieces and finding out how to insert them and play with that obvious software. And I have to say it's a little bit of genius because it if, if you're not into planning, then it forces you into it. If you are into planning, then you would love it. And I just wanted to really share with you on a very opposite podcast this time as a fairly short one in how I've been doing YouTube videos. And when you go to your the section with comments and you're looking at the YouTube videos, you can see all the ones you've uploaded, be it private or public or unlisted. And there's a separate tab where it differentiates the ones that you've upla- uploaded to the ones that you- were live. And I think that was kind of key and important. And I think YouTube tries to define the two as different, which is really, really good. And so far has been a benefit to me. Um, I think the only other things that I'd sort of suggest or mention are the fact that you do need to mention, uh, please like and subscribe. And I remember years ago watching my children, um, greeting me or greeting the camera if I was taking a video or a picture as if it was a video regardless of if you're taking a picture or a video they would just imagine it was a video and they would say like and subscribe at the end of whatever they were saying and we're just primed now to do that so if you're not primed with lingo and language like please like and subscribe then you've got to create your own and you have to get used to it I know that's a bit Badgery and I've heard it a million times, so I tend to say, please leave a a comment. And and I say this on my podcast every time. If you like what I'm saying, uh, then please tweet me at Tea and Toast, what you drink and eat, um, or just comment on any of the facilities available to you, wherever you're listening to this on Spotify, Google, or Apple. uh, And please do share and tell me what you enjoy and ask for more content in certain areas. And I can tailor that to your needs. And I meant every bit of what I've just said, but it's also part of their pattern in what i would say on youtube or through the podcast so there will be elements where things will be more formulaic but when i watch other youtubers deliver them um, they are not all that formula they are typical and expected well unexpected when they appear but as they start to speak i understand that they have to do that uh, and it's expected what would come next, they say their piece and then they move on and I listen intentively. Um, often if they've said something key and important, then that makes me think oh, I need to write that down, but having them prompt me is actually of help. So we're really at a point where if you are delivering a YouTube uh, video of any kind, you do need those presentational elements and click-throughs or call to actions where you are prompting people to do something more, And some of the, coming back to the affiliate marketing style is, there are hidden little gems in your video. So there will be a t-shirt you're wearing, a coffee cup that you've got. There will be a microphone that you're using. It could be absolutely anything. It could even be that you're sat in a coffee shop. But to have that and mention it briefly, and then if you feel like it's a big enough thing at the time, you should be saying... uh, All the infos in our description below. And when it comes to the description time, to put that in there. And a lot of affiliate marketing, where this comes in, is they do that and mention it, and they actually do see traction, so they're able to um, make more of an offer next time, or in the first place, have the offer made. And that's how they would fulfill the order of the sponsorship, by making sure that their details were there, uh, and that they were pushing people to... An awareness campaign or a literal click-through response. Uh, so those are some different things that I've been through through YouTube, uh, and I have to say that if I my current mindset is streaming, meaning streaming and creating a stream, and then usually that tends to lead to being and it being live, and um, and that section of creation versus. Um, creating it and editing it and refining it and then uploading. I would have to say uploading is probably better. It's a bit more time consuming because with the OBS software, you can just do it, Um, but it might be a bit rough around the edges. But then again, that's what some people want. So there's quite a few different things to think about from visual graphics and Canva through to how you might choose to create your account and upload things. You do need I think it's 10,000, but you need like thousands of followers before you can add and put more than 15 minutes and also get monetized. So monetization and affiliate marketing something that should come later on, but also to just consider how you're managing your audio and your visual. And yeah, people should be YouTubing because for the last five years, all I have heard from people online is that it is an underval- undervalued u- tool in where people are marketing. It, they just do not use it in the right way or they don't use it at all. And I think uh, with Iger's or Insta, all sorts of names we can call Instagram, they also have their video TV style channel. So it's even more important for us to be engaging. Um, as a wise person online, can't remember who said, um, We've got to do marketing. Traditional marketing is trying to do the door-to-door sales or face-to-face sales. Um, video is the closest opportunity you're going to get to del- delivering uh, personalized messages to people, to their face, and being able to connect to them on that level and without being there. And you can do that seamlessly without having to get up. So video is uh, popular well it is popular now but it is essential i would argue it's highly essential and needed and you definitely need to devise a strategy and plan forwards for what you're doing but when you're doing it so yeah when you when you're doing it then you're doing it and there's a there's a Bunch of stuff that you need to know, and hopefully, the the little tips that I've shared with you are things that you can identify with and that you'll take forward uh, and feel more confident in uh, using video within your social media. Uh, Please do, uh, as I said before, tweet me at Tea and Toast, share and like, and do be in contact. Uh, And I hope you do continue to listen to all of the other future podcasts. Um, And if you feel like you're missing something, then dive back because there's a whole bunch of stuff that you've missed. Uh, Thank you for listening.